This week's episode of the Bad Gamecast is brought to you by the Bad Gamecast. We have no sponsors, probably because we suck. Woo! Welcome back to the Bad Gamecast. This is Jake. I'm still here. And this time we played Two Worlds 2. Two Worlds 4. Twice the Worlds. Twice the action. There's not really twice the action. Or twice the Worlds. Well, that's not true. I should really pull this up uh, as I had the Wikipedia ready because I didn't take any notes and I almost didn't even play this game because I found it... uh, Grating and unfun. We played this because we wanted a break from all the bad stuff we've been playing. Uh, and it turns out it was right up our alley the whole time. It turns out this was, this was us. While you were doing that, we released 2011 on PC, Mac, 360, and PS3. Produced by Topware Interactive. Developed by Reality Pump. Other games released in 2011. I covered in Homefront and Duke Nukem Forever, but... Also, Star Wars The Old Republic, The Binding of Isaac, and DC Universe Online. And if we have any more games in 2011, I, I'm out. Yeah. You backed yourself into a corner with this whole plan. Yeah. I like it. So, uh, Two Worlds 2. <laughs> That's me, Captain Forethought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you play... It picks up where the other game left off, kind of? In that it doesn't? In that it basically takes the previous game and just kind of throws it out the window and they're like here's more of that kind of these are the same characters or at least they have the same names and kind of relations but we're just gonna kind of ignore everything that happened yeah like i remember at the end of the first game i both killed and sided with gandahar just to see like what the difference was and this is neither of those yeah yeah gandahar has you and your sister imprisoned. The fuck is your sister's name? Kirira. Uh, okay. I'm just going to try to throw all the words, versions that they use just into one. Well, okay. What is your character's name? Oh, I don't know. Or your sister's name is Kira or Kyra. Kira? It, they say it multiple times differently, but that's basically what it is. Sure. Uh, your character, I don't know if they ever give you a name. Do they give you a name? You're the protag. Yeah, as uh, that was a holdover from the first game where, like, no one ever says his name there either, right? Yeah, you're the chosen one. That's really, like, all they ever, you know. Or mercenary, or hey, yeah. you, stop stealing stuff. Or, oh, God, stop killing me. Well, uh, as uh, it opens with a <coughs> pre-rendered cutscene of a battle with some orcs. Yep. We're fighting generic evil villain? Oh, yeah. he It is... um. If someone were to take the uh, ring wraiths from Lord of the Rings and were like, we want something like that, this is what they came back with. Yeah, that's uh, Gandahar, right? And he's got this Nazgul look to him. Is that Gandahar? Yeah, uh, but you don't see his weird face mask uh, in the cutscene. You get the uh, orc general and the weird dude with the antlers fighting. Oh, the guy who's... uh, House Baratheon, yeah. Yeah. His is the Fury. I mean, it ends just the same for him, too. Yeah. Womp womp. It would be so much more interesting if he was gored by a bear or a boar. Or murdered by a shadow beast. 
Oh. Or killed against a tree? Or made a lord out of nowhere? I think that covers all the Baratheons. Yeah, weren't the rest of them just, like, clubbed? Who knows? Nah, whatever. So, you do-do-do. Character creation. Do-do-do-do-do. Uh, yeah, you've got your... <laughs> oh, fuck. You forget about that? You've got character creator for your character. You don't have a name. So you don't actually get to pick a name, despite the fact that they never say your name, which I thought was weird. Well, no, your name's relevant. Yeah, I you mean, it is. You don't get to pick it. But yeah. then why couldn't I name myself Zizorix? I mean, you could have referred to yourself as Zizorix. But it just doesn't feel the same when you go save file, Zizorix. But you can rename the save file, so why don't you just name it Zizorix? That's not fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, eager to when uh, games will attempt to say the name that you put in. Yes. And, like, that's just commonplace. Well, so, you know, I can't remember which ones recently where they recorded, like, a ton of basic names. All your Johns, your Jasons, what up? If I wanted to be me, they would actually have that. But then they don't have the Zizorixes of the world. But I want to be Bort. They might have Bort. Just because? Just because. Unless they don't have Bart. Well, I don't know who Bort, Bart is. There's only Bort. Yeah, damn right. If you're going to do that joke, you got to go all in on it. <laughs> Bartholomew? Still okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, anyway, uh, this there was also character creation in the first one. Yes. And um, I don't remember if I made a monster the first time yes, through. Yes, you did. Did I? Yes. Yeah, because I didn't this time. Like, I just went generically. Yes, you dude, did. And that no matter what you pick, they look monstrous and weird. Yep. Yeah, kind of. The proportions are all wrong. I explained this on stream when I streamed the one time. Well, I tried to, except I couldn't zoom out the camera enough, so it didn't really work as a demonstration. Uh, your arms aren't long enough in this game. See a mouse wheel, right? Just moves the camera. What? Do you scroll the mouse wheel? Because we played, both of us played this on PC. It will zoom back. I don't. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I'm talking about the camera that was recording me. Oh, okay. When I was streaming. Because I was trying to demonstrate how your arms don't end. Because when you make your arms as long as they possibly can be in Two Worlds 2, the, your fingertips reach just to your waist. Oh. You cannot have your hands longer than your torso. If you don't think that's weird, think about where the pockets are in your pants. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, like, it doesn't fundamentally work. Because <laughs> it's like, why are your arms so short? And that's, as I said, the longest they go. <laughs> so naturally, I made them the shortest, and your arms end, like, mid-torso, and it looks ridiculous. It was funny. Um, I watched you stream for a bit, and, like, the weird little T-Rex arms the guy had. <laughs> That was fucking priceless. And every time I would see my character, I would just die laughing. I couldn't take anything in this game seriously because I just had these weird little stump arms. It was like, I'm going to attack the people. And it's like, with what? By the time they're in range of my weapons, they were just like already up on me. That was, that just makes me think of playing Metal Gear Survive. And that was my problem with Chocolate Puma, where like every time I looked at him, I just could not take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least I enjoyed the character creator now because it you could actually do stuff. This is, again, and it's not necessarily its fault uh, so much as it's back in the day when, uh, you know, 2011 type era that mm, didn't really have the greatest rendering and yeah. graphics. Nor does it have like a full kick-ass suite of options. So like 
create a character wasn't so much a thing in every game as it is now. It's like super commonplace. And because of all the graphical and like bonus, you know, all the extra pixels and stuff we got now, you can actually like shape characters, cheekbones and stuff. Whereas in this game, it's like you can choose one of five heads and your arm and torso length. And it's like, um... I mean, it does give you more options than uh, was it Fallout New Vegas? And uh, there's more sliders to fuck with. Where you can look like a weird potato or a weird potato. Yeah. But even the like, minimum and maximum on the sliders going through everything, it's not but, wildly different. You know, again, that's... I'm pretty sure New Vegas is also this era. When was New Vegas? Uh, I don't know. If only we had some way to look that up. 2010. So, yeah, like, they improved on that. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's not inherently the worst thing about the game just because there's... It came from a time when there wasn't a lot of customization and you really only saw it in RPGs. And even then, again, the processing was so limited that you didn't really have that much control. As opposed to nowadays, there are some really, really fun character creators out there that people will literally just spend time making characters. Oh, hell yeah. Like, that's what they'll do for over an hour is just make a character, which I think is kind of cool. But... Character creator itself, kind of silly. One, you can't name yourself. And two, your arms are always the wrong length. But other than that, yeah, you get your... I mean, like, your sister's model doesn't change, though. No. Well, I mean, what do you mean? Uh, so my character and Kira or Kyra or Kiri or whatever her fucking name is. Yep. She's not the uh, pale avatar of death in this one. And, no, like, she it's is. kind of a downer. She's no longer completely washed out. Which you know, it was a bit unfortunate. I enjoyed when she had no texture because she was basically pure white. Uh, now she's just like generic tit model. Yeah, with a weird like leather thing over her face. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they didn't look yeah, anything she's got like a Phantom of the Opera thing going on. Yeah. Then like I guess I could have tried to uh, change the uh, skin color and see if it would have matched, but meh. Oh, I don't think it does. I, I don't think it does either. Yeah, my guess is it's just the same. I mean, weirdly, as a white dude, if I'm making a character. It's generally just white dude. Although, um, didn't, was it Fallout 4 that tried to do that? Where you made your character in it because the one character is your kid? Yeah. They try to uh, give them some of the same features. And it worked out. Yeah, okay. Yeah. When you make some weird monster and then you see your son and he looks like a weird monster too. (laughs) Yeah. Because I know that's a thing that some games have done recently. I know there was another one that I, ah, uh, Andromeda tried to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with your parents. Because you could, however you made yourself, it would try to match the game to how you looked. Which, by the way, hilarious when uh, Zorp is your character. <laughs> is your some monstrous pink thing. And they're like, we can totally match this. They couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, your Gandahar is siphoning your life force into her to something she's, she's being controlled. She's inhabited by a god. Yeah, she is the vessel that Azeral, the orc god, is in. Orc and fire god. Orc and orc fire god. Yes. Uh, which was also the plot point from the first game, as I recall. Basically, like, the whole thing was about resurrecting a god, I think. Yeah. He Man, was, I'm yeah. trying really hard not to, like, jump into comparisons between this game and the first one. Yeah. Because, like we've said, any sequel needs to stand on its own merits. It need to... Uh, kind of just ignore the first one when you're reviewing it. No, this is like a direct, I mean, the story, whatever. 
whatever. That's not perfect. But I think, dear listeners, you you understand what I'm saying. And I'm really like I want to wait to the end and then go through it. But man, it's hard. Yeah. So okay, we're gonna we're gonna hyper track this because uh, there the plot that I have is basically nothing. I don't even know how far you got. I got to the second continent. Continent. Yeah. So I speak good. Basically, you get rescued from Gandahar because you're being held prisoner uh, by some orcs and they bring you to uh, the seer. The seer is like, we need your help. Well, kind of you're destined to help us save your sister and defeat Gandahar. That's the goal. The uh, clearly some sort of like demon witch. Yeah, because she's a bad guy. I mean, not a bad guy. She's a bad guy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You go and like you go with the orcs and they take you. You got the whole introduction level. Yeah. They take you to uh, Tutorial Island. <clears throat> yeah. Which then takes you to the first like continent. And here is where I basically um, I did some of the game where doing some side quests, actually leveling up and blah, 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 blah. And then I stopped doing that and just kind of shot my way through the game through secrets. <laughs> the ancient secret technique. Yes. Of PC gaming. <laughs> the ancient secret technique of console commands. <laughs> so um, you plow through the game because God mode is you just, you know, tilde God mode, uh, whatever. And then you're the best. But the story uh, is... I don't know. I never felt engaged. I skipped most of the cutscenes. Uh, basically, you do quests for people that lead you up to eventually going back to fight Gandahar. Like, I don't... There's nothing important that happens. No, no. Every major plot mission to get to the next goal splinters out into, like, four or five other things you have to do, which in turn splinter. Yeah. So, like trying to complete one goal like the first content you get to you just have to get to the tower of fangs only it's just constant obstacles and fetch quests and bullshit to actually get there and i made it through the first continent and uh started the second one like i just got there and that was the last i picked it up and i i don't know how much time i have because i was running around doing some side questing just like trying to figure out what bullshit it is i need to do to actually progress and it's not just murder because uh, the town that you start in, there is a gate. Like when the game actually starts, the town that you're in. That's guarded by all these guards that say they're not letting anybody through and that you can go fuck yourself. And there's like four, three or four people to tell you they can help you get through, uh, all of which just steal your money. But yeah, console commands are a thing, so money was useless, it's whatever. And I didn't even like start doing that at this point, right? Like I gave myself, I think, a thousand gold just for shibbles. And then, like, you fucking gave it to these assholes who ran off with it. I'm like, oh, I mean, I, that sucks, but I don't care. Also, Tutorial Island, like, I looted so much crap from the little tutorial goblins that were around there. I, I could just sell crap if I needed it. Any additional money I'm in. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> so I saved it. And then uh, power leveled myself through uh, secret techniques to about level 200. And then just rained death upon all the guards that were there. And the named enemies you can't kill. Yeah. So murder wasn't an option to get through that fucking gate. Are you kidding me? Yep. Yeah. It's uh, one of those things where you have to actually, like, if you want to just power through the story, 
you have to tinker with the console commands so they're just like auto-complete quests and stuff. You can't just murder your way through, which is a shame. Anyway, it felt less open than the first game. I don't know, the first game, like, I immediately just started wandering off into the middle of nowhere. You could kind of do that because, I mean, you, you have a continent to play around on. And at least the first one is fairly large. There's just, like, not a lot to do, mostly, except for where you're supposed to be. Yeah. So, um, the first town that you're in, in order to uh, get through it, you talk to the mayor who says she can help you, but they're running out of food, so you have to craft a potion to heal a horse to ride the horse to a neighboring town to try and get food. And the fucking horse riding is bullshit. Because it doesn't, the horse doesn't move unless you click on the mouse. So, like, it, it won't even turn. And then you have to keep it in a certain gauge to maximize your speed. Because if you do it too much, it just bucks you off. Which is frustrating, and it's just as easy to run everywhere. You don't even need the goddamn horse. Anyway, it's shit like that, though. It's this whole game. It's, you can't just do one thing. No. No. And, like, there, there's a continent. And, like, the, the starting one is fairly large and like when they said that you needed a horse to go get to this town like they fucking meant it because it's uh it's a ride away but the quest markers that you get are like they show up on the map but there's no like path you know uh hey go this way to get to objective and because the map is all you know uh fog of ward out until you go to a place you don't know if you're gonna run into some sudden mountains or a cliff that you can't climb and you're not sure how to proceed and then once you start getting a bunch of side quests, if you look at the map, all of the quests are the same, like, blue dot on the map. So you have to scroll around through all of them to try and figure out which one you want. And then it just has, like, the main quest tree name for each one, not, like, individual goals. So if you have something with multiple parts, and, like, let's say it's called the mage. You gotta go talk to this mage and do some shit for him. There's now, like, five things on the map that just say the mage. <sighs> Fuck. Expertly designed. Is that is that what I'm supposed to... So it's chime in. <laughs> <laughs> He's just fucking thinking about it. Irritates me. Yeah. Uh, so just uh, super sum up. You go back. Uh, you fight your way back to Gandahar. Uh, turns out Gandahar is actually not a bad guy. <gasps> Surprise. I mean, he's kind of a dick for just like stealing your life force. Yeah, but he had a good reason, right? Just trying to keep the uh, orc fire god at bay. Yeah, basically, the orc fire god is actually, you know, being contained within your sister because she's a vessel. Uh, the prophet is actually a dragon. Oh, shit. Who's been trying to release him this whole time. And like, if you help her to kill Gandahar, then orc fire god can rain fire on the world again. So you, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, man, you kill her. So that's like the, the twist is she's actually the bad guy. Okay. Dragon. Rawr. Is it a challenging or interesting fight? I wouldn't know. Yeah. All right. Um, <laughs> so this time through uh, the first game, I went uh, melee. Yeah. And this time I went mage. And like the, the spell crafting is a neat idea in the way that you get different cards and to make your spell stronger, like you stack the same like fire card and then your fire attack hits harder. But you have like a list of three. Yeah. So, um, Anything after the initial card pairs that you have, so it'll be like um, fire plus a homing missile, and then you just like toss a firebolt. Any of the subsequent ones after that change what the spell does. 
So like I had uh, Firebolt, which would go out, and then uh, Lightning and Area of Effect. So anytime the Firebolt hit anything, it would just start generating electricity right there. That's kind of cool. Yeah, and like it's got some really neat combinations you can do, but like having to get the uh, spell cards is kind of a fucking pain. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was weird when I had full-on uh, wizard gear. You know, uh, robes, giant stupid wizard hat. Uh, my hair disappeared when I had a hat. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, so it was like fucking... Hats and hair are incompatible. Oh, Lex Luthered out with my uh, shiny bald head. Also, I couldn't use a bow if I was wearing wizard robes, which seems weird. That is odd. I don't know how bows, like, make it so you can't... Or uh, robes make it so you can't fire a bow. That's fucking... Too much loose fabric. I guess. You can't just, like, fucking roll your sleeves. It doesn't matter. Like, I wasn't using a fucking bow anyway. Fuck the bow. Uh, I think we're both in agreement here where, like, I had a much better time playing with the console commands than I had doing anything in this game. Uh, yeah, and that's uh, uh, one of the most damning things about this game. Uh, actually playing this game, I found to be really unfun. I didn't like the combat system almost at all. Just melee felt weird you did a lot of spins and flips and stuff and it felt really unnatural because it didn't feel like I actually really controlled my character. It was like press mouse to activate spin mode and then he would do whatever he wanted, not like press mouse to attack. You know, that's how the uh, wizard staff was too. Like if you were blocking with the wizard staff, you could just like smack shit with your stick, but occasionally you just spin in place. I'm like, I don't know why that happened. Yeah. Arrows were... Ugh weird and like you can enter sniper mode and it it was mark multiple targets i don't know if it worked better or worse on controller because just the mapping on the keyboard made everything super awkward well apparently the uh console versions of this game are even buggier Ooh, good and i didn't have too many bugs uh this time through Right, there's a couple occasional like weird glitches, like Gandahar's cloak would uh, instead of like trailing off his back, it shot straight out through his chest, and then would just like flap around crazy. The uh, orc chick, um, her hair would get weird sometimes. I did have it once where I was uh, casting a tornado on myself, and I'd killed so many guards that their corpses ended up underneath me and then lifted me up in the air. And I don't think that's a glitch so much as fucking amazing. I'm throwing death at more guards just riding on a raft with their corpses. <laughs> I mean, see that? That sounds kind of fun. Yeah, I wish it was. That part was cool. Going through trying to figure out what's the uh, console command so that I can upgrade all my stuff so it's max. That was fun. Running around and doing the combat. It was like my spells hit really hard, so it was like, oh, they're in range. Click, auto-target. And it's dead. Ooh, more. Click. Hey, you didn't have to make yourself that overpowered. Then it would have been a challenge, which it actually was when I tried to like use spells. I don't know if it was how it was for you, but when I tried to use spells, like they were so slow to cast that by the time I cast a spell, they were all up on me. Oh, no. The uh, spell damage has nothing to do with your level. Good. You could be level 500. If you've only got the one spell card, it's only going to hit that hard. So like that kind of sucks. But because I would uh, keep going back to the mage guild and then just like buying out all the cards that they had. Like, my shit was pretty kicking. But that's how I felt with the, uh, like, swords. Like, I kept the uh, club that you start with. And then, like, if I had to swap to that, it, I might as well have been bludgeoning stuff with a marshmallow because of my weak little spindly mage arms. Mm-hmm. Me. Comparing, okay, so I'm just, we're just swashing out all that stuff. 
I'm going to compare this straight up to Two Worlds 1 and to Skyrim, which came out within a year of this game. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play this game. I would rather go back and play Two Worlds 1. I'm pretty sure Skyrim came out in 2011. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the year. Mm. So, like, it was, I don't know, 10 months removed or something. I think Skyrim does almost everything this game wants to do, but better. I haven't gone back and played Skyrim in a long time, but I like a lot of its systems more. It's still Skyrim, man. It's still Skyrim. I like the way it actually does combat more. It doesn't feel as weird and floaty as this one. No, and the, like, the weird hotkeys. Oh, yeah, you mean press F1 for your, or, sorry, F3 for your inventory? Yeah. Yeah. Why? The keyboard layout is a mess. Oh, yeah, it and is. I didn't really feel like going through and rebinding what's like 50 keys that they have bound for no reason. I'm like, I'll hit M for map. And they're like, haha, we got you. M is jump. And you're like, why? <laughs> what is happening? Uh, F6 map, dummy. What? Why? Why would you do that? So like that sucks. And so for its direct comparison at the time, yeah. I think just, and that's kind of unfair because, you know, people really liked Skyrim and I really like Skyrim, but like, okay, you managed to make a noticeably worse Skyrim. Cool. That's, that's like upper tier stuff that we're comparing it to now. Now let's compare it back down to Two Worlds One, a game which we played for this podcast, which is why we played this game in the first place. Mm -hmm. I liked the crafting system in Two Worlds One more. Really? Oh, I get that. Yeah. The, just jamming shit together. Yeah, because you could just stack the same thing Yeah. instead of having to break it down and then use components to upgrade something. I thought it was interesting because part of it was it rewarded you for, like, noticing a type of enemy and going after them. So, like, if you noticed a bunch of orcs had this scimitar where you could go on an orc hunting spree to gather scimitars to try to make a good one. You could also infinitely stack them. Yeah. I mean, up to, like, hundreds, hundreds of levels higher. So it was kind of a it was kind of a cool system that helped alleviate, you know, your carrying capacity and that kind of stuff. I think the spell system in this one is probably better, but still could use tuning because, um, as you said, like the scaling could be kind of weird. But spell scaling is weird in like every game because that's actually one of the things I think Skyrim got real wrong is their spell system. Oh, you mean how um, after a certain point spells are useless in Skyrim? Yes. Yeah. That because there's no scaler applied to them, uh, once you have destruction magic 100, if you continue to level up, enemies get stronger and have more hit points, but your spells don't do more damage until you like really start to mess with the game. And then it, it still doesn't even get like you almost will never find a spell that does more damage than just hitting something. It's weird. Yeah, well, I think the um, the card system is weird. And if you're trying to go after a certain spell and you can't find that card, your SOL. Mm. But it does leave... It gives you a lot of creativity in what they do, which was fun to just play around with. Like, even if it's not hitting hard, you can make it do random shit. Yeah. So that's, like, I wish that I could really have gone into it, like, a lot more and kind of played around with the spell system because I think those kind of things are cool. I hope by the time this airs that our Lich Dumb Battle Mage run will be over because it's another thing where, like... They have a kind of interesting idea on spells and spellcrafting, but I don't think it, like, gets there. Well, in Lichdom, they all kind of feel really samey. Yeah. And in Two Worlds 2, 
there's enough different modifiers and types of spells you can really change up the way that it feels and what it does. Like, I want to summon a dude, and he's now on fire, and he has telekinesis because reasons. There's yeah. a scorpion that just force pushes stuff. Uh, it reminds me kind of of uh, a really old game that I played a lot of, uh, Betrayal and Antara. There's a spellcrafting system in there where there's like, I think it's like eight, six to eight elements. And basically you got to like select the elements and like proportion them out. So it's like you want a spell that's like 70% dark magic, 30% fire magic. And like over time you would unlock spells like that. So there's this really kind of interesting, really weird spellcrafting system. And so I appreciate people trying to do kind of interesting stuff like that. Hell yeah. But that's one of the few positives I have to say. The graphics probably weren't noticeably bad in 2011. It looks dated now. And it has the same weird quadrant loading that the first game had. Yeah. And man, that's rough. So like, I can't. I can't hate it too much because I'm looking at it through the lens, you know, of the future, the future lens, but it's, it's not, it's not pretty to look at. Character models are all kind of weird. Your character has tiny arms. <laughs> Most female characters are basically boob displays. Mm, yeah. Yeah. It's, I don't know why it, I got into this on stream, why they felt the need to uh, give the prophet or seer or whatever they call her. Uh, why they felt the need to render her nipples beyond, like, just her boobs. Honestly, I wondered that, too. Like, somebody spent a lot of time modeling her chest. Like, someone had to go through extra effort to make sure that there were extra bumps there. It feels gross. People have nipples, Jason. She's totally a person. It's fine. One, she's not. Two. (laughs) (laughs) I, like, yeah. Dragons aren't mammals. They wouldn't have nipples. They are not. They are lizards. Magic lizards. Fry and breathe fire and can shapeshift, but still reptilian, probably. I don't know, and honestly, that's not a question I want answered. I don't know either. So, it's, it's just lots, lots, of lots, 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 lots of little things. I mean, I don't know. I really don't. I don't think that this game is bad, necessarily. Going back to the first game, uh, I liked the first game because it was janky and it was broken. And yes. Like, it's, yeah, comparing it to the first game. that fir- The first game was bad. Like, the voice acting and all that. Like, it was bad. Yeah. But it was kind of funny. Oh, that, I, I love that. Like, it was, it was so honestly shitty and it knew what it was. And I loved just about every second of that. And this one... They try harder. Yeah, it's objectively better, but it's not better to the point where it's good. It's just better to the point where it's no longer, like, bad, it's funny. It's just kind of there. Yeah, they they stripped out all of the janky charm that the first game had and made a mediocre game out of it. Yeah. Which is an improvement. It's just not that fun. And then they added a DLC that apparently had mic- has microtransactions in it. Really? The DLC that came out last year? Two years ago, 2017. Oh, so they did release that. Yes. Well, because in 2016, um, Jesus, who's the developer? Uh, Reality Pump had said that they were working on, uh, they were in uh, pre-phase of Two Worlds 3, 
but they wanted to finish the DLC that they were working on for Two Worlds 2. And so I don't hate the idea of Two Worlds 3, maybe? I don't know. Yeah, they, they fucking added a season pass to Two Worlds 2. I just hope the main character uh, continues that, like, smoking for 40 years grizzled asshole voice. Oh, yeah. And Which that just, like... The first game did better. I Yeah, he should just be a monumental dick that hates the common folk. Like I he miss wasn't that. The first, oh, my God, right? <laughs> Everyone <laughs> you talk to, he just talks down to him. Yeah. Can you help us? It's not too out of the way. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck these people and their problems. Also... Like every time you came across some fucking splintering quest, your the your character would be all invested in it. Whereas in the first game, when he's like, "Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'm just trying to save my sister." Like I missed that determination and focus. Oh, and the fact that I solved multiple quests in the first game just by murder. Yeah, because like, you, you have can't the go in to? here, and I just hacked them to pieces and went in anyway. Yeah, yeah. Where's that? That should always be an option. Look, it, listen. If you are listening to this right now and you plan on making some big open world RPG, one, whoa, don't listen to our opinions. Like, I know us. But two, make it so that murder is an option. I don't want something artificially gated. If I'm good enough to fight my way and kill my way through everything, let me do it. You mean let the player play your game like they want to play it? Yes. Yeah. I know. I could probably find stuff to bitch about, but I, I think I'm good. Uh, I don't know. Do I want to bitch about something? Is there anything left to bitch about? I mean, there's plenty left to bitch about. There really is. It, it, it's high medium game. I don't know. It doesn't compare favorably to most games. It compares favorably to a lot of games that we've played. Yeah. That's where it is. I don't think it's good. Uh, as far as recommendation goes, I would just say to not play it. it it's not really worth the time. It, I would rather you, if you were listening to this and were thinking about it, to go back and play Two Worlds 1. I think uh, because we both picked this up in a bundle. So it was like five bucks for bullshit fantasy games. Yeah, it was like 12 games or something. Yeah, and um, if you really like the first one and you can find this at a sub $5 price, I guess. Like, it's not for me. I'm, people probably like it. I'm sure they do. I try and find someone specific that would enjoy this game. I, I don't have that. If you just like mediocre RPG. And boy, got a lot of time on your hands. This is it. I mean, it's not bad enough that I can't say don't play it, but it's not good enough that I recommend it either. Glowing recommendations from the Bad Game <laughs> Cast crew. Find it. Slap it on the box. I can't recommend this to everyone, but I'm not going to tell you not to play it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. What do we, what do we, what do we do now? What do we meander our way through? Uh, we, uh, we answer questions, questions from listeners, listeners like you. <gasps> All right. We got this question here and, uh, <clears throat> I guess I'll, I guess I'll just get into this. Hey, BGC team. <laughs> it's your main man, Neil Breen fanboy 69. <laughs> oh, good. It's bit, I've been gone for quite a while, but sometimes you have to make sacrifices when you go on the Neil Breen World Tour. For starters, I know you weren't on any Neil Breen World Tour because if it wasn't Neil Breen World Tour, I'd be on it. Secondly, as I'm sure you know, the Sonic movie trailer just dropped, so this is 
a bit old. Oh. And I want to know in detail the pure excitement and glee you feel knowing that Sonic will be gracing the silver screen. What part of the upcoming movie are you most excited for? The part where Sonic goes fast? The part where Jim Carrey doesn't explore any new characters and just becomes Ace Ventura again? The part where they explore multiverse theory and end up in Sonic 06? Or the full penetration sex scene between Sonic and James Marsden? Oh man, I was out and now I'm back in. (laughs) What am I excited for? Well, like, they're going to change the model, which... And uh, I believe I bitched about this on Twitter... I don't want to see this fucking movie, but good, because I don't fucking look like Sonic, right? And, like, I I don't I don't want it to be a goddamn movie. Why is it motherfucking Eggman fat? Why isn't he bald? I mean, Jim Carrey wants to weird out on the fucking screen. Great, whatever. That's cool. Don't worry. He will be by the end of the movie, probably, totally, LOL, to set up that Sonic cinematic universe. Look, uh, here's my thing. I don't care about them being like, oh, we'll totally redesign for you guys, because um, I don't care. People are like, oh, but that's good. You know, they, they listen to the fans. I'm like, no, nah, mm, fuck them. No. The fact that they approve this in the first place, they don't deserve any money at all. Don't go see their movie. Well, but we should support them for... No, you shouldn't. You should not support them at all. It looks like trash. It's going to be trash. This is the kind of shit movie that will one day be on uh, name a streaming service that I actually pay for. And like the kids will probably go on to watch it and I will nap in my chair while they do. I'm not going to pay anybody to go see this i, I don't care I, I i wouldn't even like hate watch this I, no fuck fuck sonic fuck sonic i can't say that enough fuck sonic as long as i knew that there was some way that they were getting my money i'm not gonna watch this movie fuck it i'm out i'm out and angry this is what sonic does to me now also old boy doing sonic i just can't not hear uh fucking was a oh my god what's his character's name i have no idea what this man's talking about john ralphio john ralphio Parks and Rec? Yeah. Yeah. Because he's the guy voicing Sonic. Ben Schwartz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I watched the trailer once, and then uh, it made me want to gouge my own eyes out. Yep. It looks uh, not competently written, not competently uh, made, and a travesty of all kinds. Yeah, it's a weird kind of cash grab. Like, who's this for? Is it for children? Yes. Sure. Okay. The, why Sonic? Yeah. Why that hot IP Sonic? Yeah. That's come out with so many great games recently that sell, like, hot cake. Like, Sonic is a weird niche thing that is beloved by creepy people over 20 and furries. So (laughs) why do you make that (laughs) your children's movie? There are plenty of IPs out there that you could just latch on to. Like Detective Pikachu? Yeah, well, I mean, I... I mean, for real, though, like, I want to see that. Like, that, that looks amazing. I will see, uh, say, uh, Game Freak and the Pokemon Company, uh, I mean, the Pokemon Company in general, and, like, all the stuff that they oversee, they know what they're doing with Pokemon. Oh, yeah. I, like, the idea that it was never, uh, you know, oh, Pokemon, but look how they're doing. This is the kind of shit they've always intended. I mean, Pokemon is the highest grossing multimedia franchise of all time. Yep. That's This is what Pokemon does. It's not new. They've had nine animated movies. I, I don't know. I watched the first one in theaters. Yeah. And I couldn't care less about any of the rest of them. I got my special, like, holographic Pikachu that came with it. I think I have a, a Mew Mewtwo or like, something. A uh, gold coin. Yeah. I don't know. I, all my Pokemon cards are somewhere. I think I gave all of mine to my brother. Pokemon has a lot of fa- I mean, you know, you saw how much Niantic made 
off of Pokemon Go. Yeah. And it was a buggy mess, and they still made a shit ton off of it. Yeah. Pokemon's got the fucking audience. I'm... I I can't really say Sonic does, at least to my knowledge. I know, like, if you're gonna do a... A kid's movie with uh, some, like, old Sega games. Why not Slaughterhouse? Yeah, why not? I don't know how you make that a kid's movie, but I'm in on it. <laughs> uh, we got anything else to talk about? Uh, Send us more emails. Do it, do it, do it. I'll tell you where later, or I'll tell you where now. Badgamecast at gmail.com. Yeah, I had a question. Um, if you had as much time as it would take to watch the collected works of any director, who do you pick? Okay. So how do we want to go about this question? Rapid fire lightning round? Yeah, so do we want to take like a lot of time so and watch like a director that has a fuck ton of movies? Or we just want to watch a bunch of uh, a very small amount of movies. Just get through it. Then however you want to do it. All right. Leave it open. Loosey goosey. Loosey goosey. I I mean, as we discussed secretly off camera. My uh <laughs> We're on camera? Yeah. Dude, I record everything. Fuck! <laughs> the first thought I came to was Akira Kurosawa. Yep. Um, I've seen not a lot of his films, but the ones I've seen I really like, and so I'd love the opportunity to go through a lot of his old catalog. Just, I haven't seen them, so I think it'd be really interesting. Uh, in that same, almost same exact vein, uh, Alfred Hitchcock has a ton of movies, and I've seen like three or four of them. So I think it'd be another one that'd be really interesting. If I wanted to throw other names out there, I would probably go through Kubrick. Hmm. Mainly because my favorite director only has like five movies. Yeah. I like, I'm trying to think of how many movies did he direct. I mean, Kubrick has like 20. Does he? Yeah. I don't think I've, I've definitely not seen that many of his movies then. Uh, Dr. Strangelove. Never seen it. Wow. Okay. Uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Never seen it. Clockwork Orange. Oh, yeah. Uh, Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. Eyes Wide Shut. Nope. AI Artificial Intelligence. That was Kubrick. Uh, the Shining. Yeah. 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 It's not like, and then there's Mars. Spartacus. Which one? 1960. Fuck yes. I love that movie. Yeah, like, Also didn't know that was him. <laughs> Kubrick's got a lot of movies. And like, I mean, it's what? 13 feature films and three documentaries over his career. Except, I mean, you can tell there's like... Mm, some pretty big ones in there. You know, I refuse to watch Eyes Wide Shut because or Eyes Wide Shut because Tom Cruise. I don't watch anything with Tom Cruise in it. Sure. Although I guess he was just the producer on AI artificial intelligence. But yeah, did Spielberg direct that? I don't know. Yeah, I like that movie. So yeah, I'd, it's I, I Kubrick, I think, would be a really kind of good one. A lot of you know, not a ton of films, but uh, from the ones I've seen, a really consistent quality and interest in them. Yeah, I'm with you on uh, Kurosawa, although I've seen more of his films. But because uh, IFC used to do uh, Samurai Saturdays where like they would show old samurai movies in the morning. And I would get up every morning to get in on some motherfucking samurai movies. Which is why like I love the old uh, black and white Zatoichi movies. Sure. The uh, Blind Swordsman, Shintaro Katsu, you beautiful bastard. Uh, but I would have to go with like uh, Hao Miyazaki and just like... Studio Ghibli, I love Studio Ghibli movies. And I've seen most of those. There's a couple I haven't seen, like Grave of the Fireflies, because I'm not ready for that. And, like, I don't want, just want to be sad from then on. I'm not sure if that was actually a Miyazaki joint. I mean, it was Studio Ghibli, but I'm not sure he was 
the one who did that one. I'm not sure, but like I do want to watch that movie. I just like there's never a point in my life where like I just want to be sad now. Oh well, because I mean that's mostly where it'll take you. Yeah, yeah. Or uh, Wes Anderson. That could be interesting. I'm sure there's uh, of the movies of his that I've seen. I like them. I don't know. He's uh, acclaimed for his style. Uh, some of which I believe comes from Kurosawa as well, and like the blocking and. Uh, technical people that like know more about uh, cinema can speak to that. I don't know. Yeah, they know how to put stuff on film and it looks good, and I'm in on that. And maybe like Tarantino. Yeah, I mean it'd be a fun one. I've seen all of them. Which is one of the things is like I don't necessarily think I'd want to choose one of the uh, directors that I've seen all of their stuff. Just I don't know. I might just be missing uh, Hateful Eight. I think it's on Netflix. It is. I just like at no point do I have three hours to sit down and watch a movie. That. when i should be editing <laughs> yeah there's always shit to do fucking stream this or play that or fucking sports ah. sports for your children not for you oh yeah no Let's i'm not serious. playing sports jesus <laughs> all right we're gonna do the 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 plugs the plugs yeah let me get mine out of the way you can find me on twitter at jake prey Wow, thanks for all those plugs, Jake. You're welcome. you can send any questions comments concerns suggestions to the bad at gmail.com if you want a more direct approach, hit me up on Twitter. Tweet at the Bad Gamecast. Uh, I also tweet out when we're releasing episodes. Sometimes I remember to tweet about when we're streaming on Twitch. I usually don't. Uh, you can check out the Facebook page. It exists. Sometimes I update it. What up? <laughs> uh, there's a subreddit. Hey, r slash the Bad Gamecast. Every episode gets posted there. You also have you, the Bad Gamecast, as uh, Bad Gamecast Jake wandering around harassing people into attempting to get them to listen to our podcast. It doesn't work. He still does it anyway. Finally, if you like what we have done here or tolerate what we've done here and have extra money to burn, the Patreon, the Bad Gamecast. I don't know how you find it. Search it. I guess I'll try to link it up on Twitter and Facebook and stuff. Because so far I've had issues actually getting the page to show up. But we're on Patreon. Any support helps. Uh, keeps the, I would say keeps the light on, but mm, we don't really have lights on. What we do have is... <laughs> we do this in the dark. <laughs> what we do have is a lot of games to play and games, you know, sometimes cost money. We're going to continue to do this with or without your support, but your support is always helpful and lets us make this more of a full-time gig so patreon the bad game cast somehow it exists i think it's everything did you do twitch i mentioned it but i don't think i specifically called it out like that's twitch.tv forward slash the bad game cast there you go monday through thursday typically and then sometimes on weekends if we're doing catch up or just me streaming random shit for fun because i have free time we won't have free time you know, I totally meant to uh, stream some uh, Magic the Gathering Arena today. Yeah. And then I, like, catnapped on my couch. Nice. Oh, whatever, man. That was super nice. Like, oh. I mean, I already told you, I sleep, like, a fuck ton. Yeah. And I'm pretty much the exact opposite of that, where I just don't ever get to sleep. So, anytime I can get that in. <laughs> so, when you're like, ah, I took a quick catnap on the couch, and I was like, I woke up at 1230 today. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no, like, I was up out of bed at, like, 7. Yeah, I was unconscious at 7. All right, anyway, for the bad game cast, I've been Jake. Still Jason. 
And, uh, good night, everybody. He brought it back. I still don't have anything better than that. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta keep it consistent, right? Yeah, it's all about branding. Wait. So we should... We're do... getting brands! Oh. <laughs> do I do I get to pick it, or is it just... Tits with like... wings! Yeah, okay. <laughs> what kind of wings? <laughs> we discussed this earlier. I know! I just you, want to rehash it. You want to do one it. of each, which is... Dumb and terrible. Oh, okay. What do you prefer? Giant angel wings. I want it to look like the, what's that, the Roman phallus with wings? It's like good luck or something? That, but with boobs. Yeah, sure. Why not? (laughs) Man, I wish I'd fucking, like, once a week I look up what that fucking thing's called. (laughs) And I don't remember it. I don't either. I mean, I could type into Google right now, Roman lucky phallus, but was it Greek lucky phallus? No, it was Roman. That's what I thought. I'm just going to Google dick with wings. <sighs> Fine. I'm going to actually just type in Roman lucky phallus. It was a fascinus. Ah. Yeah, bam. First thing. If you're wondering if you Google dick with wings, that is exactly what comes up. It's just a bunch of pictures of winged dicks. I'm not even mad. I mean, I got uh, an article of penises of the ancient world, so. Huh. <laughs> All right. I think that uh, about yeah, sums no. up our day. <laughs> Let's fucking cut it. Eee-wee.